All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. The Gophers defeat their bitter rivals in Wisconsin. The Vikings are back to their disappointing ways, and we discuss the Wild as contenders for Lord Stanley's Cup. Well, let's go. Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys? Uh, I'm good. That's kind of not that convincing. I'm I'm good. Are you good? No, I'm good. I okay. just I know the topics yeah. that are coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just sad that the Vikings couldn't finish off what was a beautiful sports week in Minnesota. I'm not going to get too depressed about it. Um, you know they beat the Packers and that was fucking incredible. Uh, and then we just had so many other wins that we can get into. They beat the Packers, and uh, the Gophers beat the Badgers. The Wolves had a fun week. The Wild had a big week. The Twins had a nice week. Everyone was having a good week. And then the Vikings had to go and kind of like spoil it at the last second. So we'll get into that, but there's lots of fun things for us to talk about here on the Nordies podcast. Also, go back and check out our screencast this week. We tried some tater tot hot dish. Yep, you heard me right. Um, We talked Home Alone 2. We talked Hawkeye. It was a really fun episode, so go check that out. Uh, but something you guys can do for us uh, would be to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank what you. What a deal, dude. Yeah. Also, guys, we have the Nordeast coming up in the next few weeks, so we're going to be giving you guys some information on how you can help make the list of what are the best Things that happened in the year 2021. Do you guys think 2021 was better than 2020? Oh, yeah. Marginally, but yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't better than like 2019, right? 2019 was great. 2018, 17, we were peaking. Yeah, we were like pretty Society happy. Society was like 16, 15, 14, pretty much like, pretty much like most of the time from like my whole life. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty peak. We lived it, bub. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to dive into some sports stuff. We have to start with topic A, and that is going to be a happy topic. Oh. We're going to skip what you thought we were going to do. And actually, I'm sorry, we're going to drink a beer first. I got ahead of myself. I wanted to talk happy sports. What are we drinking here, guys? We are drinking a Falling Knife Freischutz. I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. German, Northern German Pilsner. Some, some hops that are in German. Um, it's just a nice Pilsner. There wasn't a ton of new stuff this week. I think, again, Thanksgiving week kind of puts a damper on that. Yep. Um, if the good stuff was there, it's probably long gone by Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, this is just a, a really nice, standard, easy-drinking, falling knife Pilsner, and I enjoy it. Yeah, well done. All right, guys. So here we go. We're going to start with that good news that we were just teasing, and that was our Minnesota Golden Gophers defeated their bitter rivals, the Wisconsin Badgers, for just the third time since I was in ninth grade. Mm. Um, Sounds right, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's really brutal. But it is the second time in four years, which is great. Um, And it's the first time that we have beat the Badgers at home in Minnesota since 2003. Wow, that's crazy. Which is a really sad stat. Very it is sad. sad. But it shows like how momentous it was and how there's a reason it felt so good. Yeah. Um yeah, anybody that rips like I can't believe they, you know, stormed the field, how pathetic. No way, that's a massive Dude, we win for us. We haven't beat our bitter rivals who have been better than us almost every single year. I mean, I think even if you beat them home, every year, you you can storm the field for that. I think that like we don't get a lot of chances to storm the field. No, so storm the general, field. Storm Enjoy it. yourself. I think that here's what I would say. 
I would say that field storming, court storming, all that stuff, as long as people's behavior is good, yeah, and like, it's fine. Can, it's great. Like, I don't care if we do it all the time. It can be a thing as long as people aren't being idiots. And it seemed like people were being awesome. It looked like a lot of fun. And it was like um, a moment that I felt proud of being a Minnesota sports fan. And there's not very many of those. Like, that doesn't happen very often. So I felt good. It was really fun. It was a dominant performance. Um, it's our de- national championship, yeah, essentially. The defense... Um, yeah, we're never going to see one of those. So, no, right. The defense gave up six points. I mean, I know we gave up 13, but one of them was a pick six. Yeah. So we gave up six points, zero touchdowns to their offense, uh, shut down one of the best running backs in the nation, and kept them from going to the Big Ten championship Mertz game. is bad. Mertz is like worse than tanner morgan that's, he's not very good that's saying a lot and like, that's bad speaking of tanner morgan we got word today oh. that tanner morgan will return for his ninth year, year. oh <laughs> it's so like he's the only guy we ripped tanner morgan and i just kind of mocked him just a second ago but now you have to backtrack but i will right backtrack because i do think that he's better than any quarterback we were gonna have next year and yeah, if we had a better quarterback, we'd probably start a better quarterback. So yeah, I just think he's going to be really experienced. He'll be like maybe the most experienced quarterback in the whole country. Yeah, he's going to be twenty five. Yeah, he's, he's going to be twenty. <laughs> he's going to be twenty five. He's going to be like, for that. He's like an old man, but I I do think that it, it will be good for the team to bring him back. He's going to um, leave. He's essentially going to be like the Tom Brady of college quarterbacks. I think that's saying a lot. The only thing that's a little concerning is that this year, was he not a little bit worse than he has been in past oh, years? Oh, he was significantly worse. So, I mean, is he, getting, two, like, is he not getting better anymore? No, his best year was his... I mean, what year, year? is His redshirt sophomore year okay. was his yeah. was his best year. When and we're that, like, oh, he might get drafted. He could yeah. be like... And I, th- I think this is like a Nordy's podcast quote from Eric. He looks like a serviceable backup in the NFL. Like, that's uh-huh. where his ceiling is. Yeah. And now we're like... He's just going to play one more year of college and then move right into car sales. Like, that's yeah. impressive. So, for sure. No, he's joining the coaching staff. Okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been there long enough. But it's just like longer he, than most coaches. He is, he is really, you know, taking steps backwards. But, um, it's good to have a guy back with that kind of experience. And I do think that, like, in some of the bigger games this year, he was, I thought he was pretty decent yesterday. Yeah. I really did. I thought he was pretty made decent. Some, made some plays. What were we. Three seasons ago, nine and three. Um, yeah, we were we beat Wisconsin three years ago, and that was at Wisconsin, and it was the last game of the year. We were ranked eighth, and we would have. I think we only had two losses that year. Okay, because because nine and two then we we were undefeated, and we beat Penn State, who was ranked like yep. in the top five at home, and then that put us in the top ten, and then we lost at Iowa in a really good game. Yeah, that's right. But that was the year we played Auburn. Yep. In the New and Year's then Day we, Bowl, we lost. No, did we lose in our game? I don't know. We must have lost two games. But anyways. I thought that was the year we lost to Wisconsin at home for the mm, chance to go to the Big Ten yeah, Championship. I was there. Yeah. That yeah. One. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. That was true. But yeah, it just doesn't happen enough for us. And um, as much as of a kind of a douchebag Fleck is, um, and as much as we kind of make fun of like, oh man, he won three games and he has to get six year extension. You know, we like to tease him, and he's kind of like obnoxious, but like. I do think he's perfect for this team and this size program. I really do. I think he's a, a really good coach, and like everyone is so worried about him leaving. Well, at hold all on, times. hold on. I know that's your that's your bit, but there are a lot of college football head coaching vacancies available in much warmer states, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I'm not afraid that he's going to go to. I think the USC job is now taken, but like yeah. I'm not afraid that he's going to go to. Um, one of those bigger schools, I'm worried about maybe like a mid-tier, like Big 12 school 
throwing a bunch of money at him. I just think um, that like like the Big Ted Big Twelve is dead. Okay, Oklahoma's fair leaving. enough. I, I'm 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 uh, making a fake yeah. scenario up, but like maybe some like mid tier SEC school or ACC school might say, "Hey, we got way more money than Minnesota does." Mm-hmm. I think that if if I think his head could be turned by Florida, but I think they already have a guy, and I think LSU could probably turn his head because it's a big program. I don't think he's but LSU he's not, worthy. He's not that big of a coach. No, and I just think that pretty much every other job is going to be kind of on par with. With Minnesota. with Minnesota. And like, I just think that I'm not saying Minnesota is the 10th biggest job in the country, but I think that there's like a tier of like 10 through 25, 10 through 30, 10 through 35, something like that, where they're all kind of like similar jobs. Sure. And I think Minnesota's in that bunch as just a big school in a massive power conference, second biggest conference in the country. I'm just saying like the recruiting in Minnesota is always difficult. You know, I wonder if maybe the, the grass may feel greener to him. I, and again, I think that's why they did the extension because there were there were rumors of like all of these coaching jobs opening up, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to make sure that you know he didn't have his eyes for for another program. Um, so anyway, that that was my only two cents. I agree, Eric, that we're not worried that he's going to leave, but there is the possibility because mm-hmm. there's like thirty head coaching jobs available in Division One. So he's from Sugar Grove, Illinois. Do you know where that is? Being an Illinois native yourself, I don't. It feels like a, a area of Chicago, but he played for Northern Illinois. He then played for the 49ers. Then he was a grad assistant at Ohio State. He pl- coached at Northern Illinois. He coached at Rutgers. That's the furthest away he's gone. He coached for a year as the wide receivers coach for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Head coach of Western Michigan and then Minnesota. So he's kind of <coughs> hung around the Midwest a little bit. He's been yeah. a Midwest guy this whole time, and I think like his recruiting the Midwest is a serious strength of his. I know he's proven that he can go down to Florida and he can go to Texas and he can go to Georgia and he can get guys. But like, I think he's built his program on a bunch of big Midwest farm boys and a couple exciting Southern wide receivers. And so I, I think he's a perfect fit for right now. And I, I don't know. I like we rip the Gophers a lot and you know, me not they being mostly a, deserve it though. Me never being a bandwagon gopher fan, always being a hardcore gopher fan. <laughs> year in and year ne- out. <laughs> um, you know, I, I give Fleck a hard time, but I do think he deserves some credit. It's the program is is better than it's been in a long time, and it feels frustrating when they lose instead of expect it. And I yeah. think that's a this good is thing. One of, I mean, he's he's kind of peaking right now a little bit. I mean, this was a huge win. Obviously, not the best season. Had some stupid losses early, but um, this was a massive signature win for him. Well, the the Bowling Green and Illinois losses are so glaring now. I know to see what could have been when we would have easily won the yeah. Big Ten West. Yeah. So Bowling Green, yeah. I mean, I guess the only one that mattered to that was Illinois, but that hurts a lot. It hurts at a home. Lot. It hurts a lot. Yeah. And we've never we never beat Iowa ever. So. Um, yeah, so there you go. They're going to be headed to a New Year's Day Bowl for sure. I won't watch it. The rumor is that they're going to be playing in the something something bowl against Tennessee. Ooh, good. You won't watch it? No, I don't care. Why? I watched Why the Auburn game. I thought I was you were bandwagon and that this is bandwagon on time. This is time to get on the I bandwagon. Mean, um, if I have something going on, I won't like change plans. What are you doing on New Year's Day? Probably sitting at home watching the Gophers yeah. play Tennessee. Okay. All right. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> Is that that hard? Yeah. You did the math quick there. <laughs> I, did, I did. All right. So we'll go to some worse news now. Um, and that's the Vikings doing their favorite thing. It's like take all hope from you and then give it back and then give it back so you feel hopeful and mm-hmm. excited again. And so you, you so you cared again. I did. I didn't that was want a big to. Mistake. 
I didn't want to care, and I did, and then I just it just stung watching us absolutely um, Melt, below meltdown. a game that we had no business losing. I think that we were the the for sure better team in this game. I really do. Um, but we gave up three touchdowns in four and a half minutes of game time, and we gave up our fifty fifth point, or I'm sorry, sixty fifth point in the final two minutes of the first half. The first it's half. actually crazy. It's That's so weird. Six points per game we average giving up in the final two minutes of the half. That means pretty much every game but two games we've given up a touchdown in the final two minutes of the half. That's all coaching and scheme, man. That's weird. There's no it's way it's not anything. Okay. It's not the players then. Yeah. It's not. And like I I like I think the reason that I'm so frustrated with the Vikings is because I think that they're actually a good team, but they're like poorly coached and poorly run and like we've just allowed all these one score losses you know what they are they're a little bit of man united yeah Mm. like as a like sort of analogy yeah like lots of good talent lots of top talent right but for some reason not able to just kind of put it together and figure out you know how to play together so i don't know it's a it like eric said this was a frustrating one like you could see the wheels slow slowly starting to fall off and then they would score Right, and then we had a kick return, and you're like, okay, we're we're gonna be all right. And then the defense couldn't stop them. Yeah, we couldn't stop them. I mean, that was kind of the thing that that stuck with me is that like it seemed like when we needed to score, we got them. Like we converted a lot of you know third downs. Um, we did a lot of things well. Like Thielen was unbelievable today. Um, Kirk was off. I mean, I can't yeah. we can't talk about this without that because he seemed like he was like gonna have this great game, but then he stepped sort of kept like missing these. You know, wide open people throwing it in the dirt, throwing it over top, and throws the. If ex- you wanted to pick somebody to blame for the loss, I mean, plus the pick was essentially a pick six. I don't know. I guess it's got to go to him if you're gonna if you're gonna give him all the credit when he he comes and wins games for us. Well, I mean, Dalvin fumbled too. Yeah, I know Horrible. that sucked. Horrible turnovers. I, I would say the thing is though is like for how much I was annoyed with Kirk and the offense today, the defense was definitely the main problem. And I mean, I guess that's what happens when your entire starting defense is out. Your yeah. defensive line, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, whole line. I mean, yeah. they ran for over 200 yards. They ran for six yards per carry. We didn't have an answer for that. And I thought that just yet again, Kyle Shanahan, who is like pretty overrated as a coach, um, had Zim's number with the zone and the pitch game. The, the Vikings constantly have struggled against every Kyle Shanahan run game. And uh, that's just is frustrating. So. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of blame to go around. This was a game they needed to have. You would have went to six and five. You would have stayed two behind um, the Packers. The Packers yep. with the Lions next week. You know, you could have went to seven and five with a win over the winless Lions. With a wide open wild card too. Why, like, yeah. And so to me, like this was a game we needed to have, and it was just frustrating to let this one slip away. Um, for a team that's like, I believe is probably somewhere around the tenth best team in the league. We're five and six, and that to me, and not is only not only coaching. five and six, but like an ugly five and six. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a struggle, even in the victories. Yeah. It's felt like you know the Lions game, the Panthers game, even in the ones that we win. It's just like man, what what is happening? Why is it such a struggle yeah. all the time? And this was another struggle game where we didn't come out on top. Another close game, one score game technically, eight points. Yeah, frustrating. Um, I, I just I think it look maybe I look at it a little bit more simply that like we're just an average team so we win about half our games and you know you can analyze how it comes and goes and 
Um, but we're ranked a little bit higher, like you said, than yeah. about like, you know, say the 15 mark. Well, we're ranked more like the 9, 10. Well, yeah. that's the coaching, which we know is, is needs mm-hmm. a switch. Um, we'd win a couple more games and that would be the difference, but we're yes. still just an average team, essentially. Like, you know, when you go through like the, the position rankings at the beginning of the season or even now, we have guys in the top 15 at these positions, but we don't. We have maybe like a couple wide receivers in the top five. Yeah, top five running back, so, top five, yeah. five receiver, top, you know. So cu- some of these skill positions, Cousins we certainly. the only quarterback to be in the top five of every major stat. So, okay, so maybe we do have a little bit more skill than I'm selling them. But, uh, yeah, on offense, but they win about half their games. Most they should sacks. win a couple bit more, a couple more if we had better coaching. And that's just sort of like the story of the team this year. Yeah, most sacks in the league. Um, I mean, there's lots of good stuff, but like. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. And I think that that is down to like the fact that we could have went out and replaced our coordinators with big coordinators. And instead we were like, hire the kids. Kubiak's son and my son. Yeah. Great. That'll be fun. That'll be, that'll be really nice. Won't it? We'll get lunch together every day. It'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's frustrating. Next week, uh, they travel to Detroit to play the Lions and I'm going to the game. Detroit, baby. Yeah. I'm going to Detroit. The Motor City. Um, get some like the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to see like eight stories from. When I'm you're only there. gonna go. I want to see some content. I think we're gonna spend most of our time. We're staying at the MGM Grand. I think that's what it's called. Okay, and it's got the sports book. Oh hell so yeah! I think we're just gonna sports book a lot and maybe go to Mom's Spaghetti. That sounds perfect. Yeah, we're only going for one night, so dude, don't even go to Mom's Spaghetti. Just have it delivered. Mm. Grubhub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what if Eminem is actually still working there? Yeah, there. we what don't if know Eminem for sure. Is still working there. He showed up day one. I don't for know. Forty five <laughs> minutes for the picture and then was out. I don't. Hand, yeah, I think handed Eminem out four is, plates of spaghetti, smiled zero times, and left. I love it. I think Eminem is actually like one of the celebrities I would not want to meet. Yeah, because I know it would be an unpleasant. It's experience. so awkward. He would make it really unpleasant, and he wouldn't want to talk to me. And in return, I probably would just be like, I wish I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> at least you get close enough to see good, if his beard is real. Good spaghetti, though, the man. That's what weird. I want to know. All right. So let's move on um, to another good story. Okay? Oh, okay. Because we haven't had enough of those. Um, the Minnesota Wild are Great. Stanley Cup contenders. You're calling it now. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup or even go to it. But no. I think that they are in that conversation. Um in the entire league, there are one, two, three, four, five teams that have more points than them. And, um, you know, three of those teams have played more games than us. Um, they lead their their uh, division, the Central, by four points over the Blues. They're five ahead of Winnipeg, who's ice cold. Um, they have a 14-goal differential. They've been lights out at home. They've been good on the road. Well, talk about the Winnipeg game. They just got pumped seven to one by the Wild or something like that. Yep. Seven mm-hmm. to two. Yep, seven to one. I think it was. Um, they just uh, split with the Stanley Cup champs. They beat them this weekend. They lost to them on the road in a shootout last week. Um, you know, they're playing really well. They've won three in a row. Um, Kaprizov has been off to a slow start scoring goals, but he's averaging over a point per game. He's got a ton of assists. Um, Hartman he's helping like. Just maybe not. Oh, he's exploding. Been, he's he's got a bunch of points now. He just isn't scored enough goals. Um, Hartman is like the surprise star of the year. Yeah, for sure. He signed a three-year, one point seven million a year deal. So it's like five million over three years, and he has twelve goals. <laughs> like this, he, he just can't stop scoring. He at this can't point. stop scoring. Um, There's signings. Um, I know that Kulikov had a rough game last week against Florida, um, but he's been pretty solid. Um, Goligoski, Pitnick. Has, the young kid, yeah, Pitnick, yeah. has been crushing. Um, they have uh, they have Golgoski, 
uh, ancient defender who's been really solid, a rock at the back. Um, Goudreau has looked good. Um, I don't know. I think it's a fun team. They're probably a move or two away from really competing, and I would expect them to make those moves. Um, the but- best part is we're doing this with none of the old guard, yeah, except for like Dumba and um, Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. For the most part, Brodine, Spurgeon, uh, Dunbar, kind of and your Greenway, pets. I guess. Yeah. But like, we don't have any of the 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 old guys. Where everyone's like, "Oh, I really liked," you know. I think Suter was the best defenseman. You know, like no, no, no. guess not. There's better guess players. We didn't need them yeah. that that bad. Everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, I can't believe they would make those moves and move on from these these guys. These are our guys." Well, look what happened. Yeah. I think you can just stop saying that. That take is probably expired. I I just I think this team is going to be really fun. Um. They score goals. They get goals from everybody. They play really tough. Um, they're good defensively. I think their goalie might be a problem. I was going to say, goaltending might be a bit of an issue. It's a bit hot and cold. Yeah, I think Talbot is is not playing like he did last year, which was a little over what he is. Um, but that's a position you can go find at the deadline. I expect this team to make some moves. Their cap situation gets worse after this year. Significantly. Um, and so that's going to be a struggle. So I think that they are going to do like a like a soft all-in. Like, I don't think they're going to sell everything for this year, but I think that they know that the window is probably short. And I think they're going to make a couple moves, maybe, maybe a pretty big one. Well, and then we got, we still got the two young kids that were, that were hurt, Boldy yeah. and uh, Rossi. Rossi. And Rossi got hurt with a cheap shot today, which sucks. Oh, he did? No. Yeah, God. like cheap shotted behind the play. But hopefully he's not out for too long. Um, those guys could come up and either contribute, or if they're not quite ready to do that, they could be moved for someone. And so. I think they're in a good spot. I'm not predicting they're going to win the cup, but I think that they're going to like make a, a real run at it. And it's a team that if this was the Vikings or the Twins or the Timberwolves, um, which we're a little bigger fans of, I think we would be really, really, really excited yeah. about this team and their potential. Cool. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for playoffs so I can start watching. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I actually I'm trying to watch a little bit. It's awesome. And I always check scores and I'm into it more than more than I have. A lot of the times time. it conflicts with Wolves games well, too. So yeah. Wolves are on. I mean, if they're losing by thirty to somebody, I need to watch that. So Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So just a heads up, guys, uh, your top points getters. Kaprizov has twenty three points in twenty one games, which is solid. Um, Zuccarello has sixteen. Hartman has sixteen, including twelve goals. Fiala has fifteen. Um, Felino, Goligoski, Erickson, Dumba, and Goudreau all over uh, 10. Imagine well. if uh, Fiala can actually start scoring, too. Yeah. Like, then this team is just going to start lighting other teams on fire. Absolutely. No, it's, it's it, this is exciting, guys. And I think it's a lot of fun. And we should talk about another team that's a lot of fun. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Jimberwolves. Oh. Whoa. Did you just come up with that? Just came up with that. That's hot. That's I off like the that. top. I like that. Uh, well, that felt felt nice. Did I you did, like that? I really appreciated it because uh, I feel so I feel some ownership over this team. Like I'm so excited for them. Um, You're like a Packers season ticket holder. Uh, let's check in on my prediction. They're gonna they're gonna bat about 500, and they're gonna be about the the seven to nine seed. They're at exactly 500 right now. And they're at the seven seed. So all is going according to plan. Um, but not only that, we're trending way up. Like playing well. We I mean we got to that that 500 mark. I think we're 10 and 10 by winning like six of the last seven well yeah that's after starting three and seven right and dropping six games in a row at one point you know so they are for sure trending up um everybody's healthy right now um even people like D'Lo are playing really well and saving games for us which is fucking i owe him an apology i guess i don't i don't know we just uh, rip them and rip them and then he like absolutely just single-handedly wins a game for us well he's a microwave he is so he's hot 
So what? And then he's not. Then he's not doing anything. He's like a hot pocket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. I, I see what you're so doing. So just that Miami win. Yeah. Was such a like a big kid win. You know what I mean? Like kind of playing down for a little while and then finding a way to like hang on just and scratch it out. And, and yeah. yeah, just like feeling like there must be believing in something. Something is working and different there because you know they're not just getting. They did kind of get one blowout there, but then they bounce back against philly i couldn't believe it i gave up on the team three times during that game i was like oh god another overtime with cat out like let's just give up right now they're not gonna win this game and then they fucking did i just couldn't believe it um so it's it's a really 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 exciting team ant is unbelievable if they could just get him to be even more consistent this team's like actually pretty scary what are the odds he wins the dunk contest this year um, I think the dunk contest is kind of over. Like, I don't even want to, I don't know. No, I'm just saying like, he's one of the best dunkers oh, in the NBA. Dude, he's crazy. That charge, by the way, that like That's dunk bogus. of the year, how dunk of the we, last five years. We, how do we call that a charge? I mean, yeah, just let that one just, go. Just you let it go. Right. I mean, like technically it, it was a tie and I, like, cause his feet were like shuffling into place just as, ca- as Ant was lifting off. Well, you have to be set for a full second. Is well, then he wasn't. To, yeah. Then so it shouldn't have been a charge. He jumped underneath. Cause him, it was yeah. a tie. Um, and yeah, I mean, plus it's just like, dude, that was so incredibly athletic. The tie needs to go to the dunker. Yeah. Um, so yeah. silly, silly call, but, uh, nonetheless, absolutely huge highlight for him. Like he gets every other game just as a ref, like watching basketball, I'll be like, I'm not calling charge on that one. Exactly. That's going to make, you know, now it's not on sports center. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to be that guy, but the, you know, but that the whole, the refs that game all game atrocious. Were yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been like really really fun and rewarding to see this team come together this is your this is what you want this is all all you've asked for well the winning is a bonus they're smiling and they're having fun that's all i care about right and then the winning is like hell fucking yeah let's go i feel like it's funny that people actually believe that that's what you want yeah that's what he's telling us. That's, that's all I care about. He's trying to convince he, us that's what he believes. He's trying to convince yeah. us that. Yeah. He desperately wants these wins. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> and I do, too. Um, so here you go. This is how tight it is in the West right now. Um, we're one game out of fourth, and we are a half game out of tenth. Right. So it is a big old bunch. Well, that's um, a log jam. Warriors it is, but we're better Suns. than these teams. Warriors and Suns are at the top. For Dude, sure. the Warriors have lost two games. They're like Sons unbelievable again. Warriors have lost two. Suns have lost three. They're ahead of Aaron. The Jazz are kind of in no man's land, kind of alone in third. Didn't the Suns win like 13 in a row? Yeah, they won like 16 in a row 16 right 16 in a row. Jesus. Yeah. Could After you imagine if the Wolves three. won 16 nope. games in a row? Not nope, going inter- <laughs> to entertain it. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, Mavericks and uh, Clippers in four and five. Portland in six. Minnesota in seven. The Grizzlies in eight. But did they lose John Morant? Um, the Lakers in nine and the Nuggets in ten. We must be serious. The Lakers and the Nuggets will be there at some point um, here. No, I'm not convinced of that. I'm not either. Anyway, um, it's, I was we're just, like one quarter through. I was just envisioning the Wolves winning 16 in a row, and Eric and I being like, "Dude, have you even heard from Jimbo?" Like, and then we like show up to your house. You're just like in your sweatpants. I'm on like a like, coke bender, yeah. just like <laughs> I haven't slept Whoa. for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, I gotta watch it. Then I gotta watch highlights of it. Yeah. yeah. Then, then I watch the replay. Yeah. It is funny that like you know I'm amped up on a game like after that that Heat win. If it, like an hour later, I'm still watching like shitty produ- product <laughs> production <laughs> interviews with like you know They're like, like Prince. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marty Gellner's like talking yeah. to Torian Prince. Yeah. I'm like captivating. Like, yeah. What does she have to say Jess, about this? Jess, she's got Torian Prince on. Come and in. And she here. runs in like, oh yeah. Torian, nice, because yeah. she's into it. <laughs> I love it. It's been a lot of fun. 
So you're not convinced about the Nuggets or the Lakers? I'm not convinced about the Lakers. Because ESPN tells us that every day? I don't even watch ESPN because they look like shit yeah, on the I don't court. Either. And it's a bunch of old people. And let's just go with what? Do you want to go with 538, their initial and prediction that they're still going with? I would just say that uh, that LeBron and AD aren't going to miss the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, let's see. But the Nuggets, I'm not so sure about them. They're banged up. Yeah. They haven't been impressive. Jokic is not playing like MVP, even though he's still a great player. Um, Memphis will f- will fade for sure. Um, I don't really fear anybody in the bottom little part. The Rockets, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Thunder, and the Kings, I think are kind of write-offs. You know, yeah. what, you know what team I fear I, the I most? Think that, I think we're better than the Clippers, too. You know what team I fear the most? The Timberwolves. Yeah. Yeah. Is that they will be their own worst enemy. Beating themselves. Yep. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We, yep. haven't even hit, we haven't even hit the huge injuries yet. Yeah. Yeah. Towns will have to miss like We are a very games. shallow team, right? So, yeah. like, we rely on, like, three people, essentially, to do all of our scoring. All and, the heavy lifting, yeah. You know, if we if one of if Towns goes out or Edwards goes out, or even D'Lo goes out for whatever reason, um, I think we, you know, start losing, maybe winning one in four for that stretch instead of going about 50-50. So, yeah, we probably have to do a little better than 50-52 coming down the stretch. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm loving it, man. It's been a lot of fun. I think they can make it. I think they're going to make it to the playoffs, and that will be a win. Absolutely. That's something win. to build on. It is. Um, all right, guys. And then, finally, the Twins, well, with some big business, they re-signed Byron Buxton, who's been on the trade block now for months, uh, to a seven-year, $100 million deal. I think this is robbery on the Twins' part. I think that I was expecting Buxton to make $20 million a year, and the fact that he's going to make fourteen in a year for the next seven years seems like such a fair deal for a superstar-level player who obviously has a hard time staying on the field. Oft injured. Yeah. I think this was as fair of a deal as he could have possibly given them. And I'm pleased with both for both sides. Um, I'm really happy that the Twins got this done. I'm glad they locked him up long-term. He, has, he takes a lot of heat from Minnesota fans, but he is far and away the most talented player on the roster and this deal, healthy yes and this deal is really I, I don't know i think it's a super fair, fair deal yep i agree i you know when he's in the games and you see that ball like come off his bat like it's he's the best hitter on the team um he's obviously probably the best outfielder on the team by a mile um i think the deal is probably right in line with market value for the amount of time he plays um, if you get a full season out of him, who knows how great he could be? Mm. You know, if you could, I don't know if they need to get him with a different trainer or they need to do more recovery time. Eric, we were talking before the pod, like he needs some more rest, like he needs, rest games. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They yeah. need to be smart. I think, he did, I think last year he did a much better job of not crashing into the center field fence, the body nonstop on yeah. game five, you know, against, yeah you know, the Kansas city Royals. Right. I mean, it's, it's not worth it at that point. Yeah. Um, so I think he's, he's a little bit smarter about that. So hopefully that carries over. Um, but yeah, if he can stay on the field, man, he's, he would be, I didn't want to lose him. Like I didn't want to lose him. Like he's a very, very fun player. He's somebody that I think brings people to the ballpark more than maybe anybody else on the team. Yeah. Easily. So when he's hot, dude, they're selling more tickets and I'm more invested. Yeah. So, that's a I'm great psyched. Point. Like I know that we got we talked about it pragmatically, and Ryan, like you're very like you think like a like a GM sometimes. You'd be like, well, you know, for this amount of money, I don't want him, right? right. Or like if that's what we're gonna have to pay him, it's not gonna work. 
I'm glad it worked. I don't care what the money is. I'm glad he's here. I thought that he was going to want if, if seven's the year, which we're going to say. I thought he was going to want seven years, 140. So yeah. that'd be 20 million a year. They were speculating seven and 150. But and, yeah. And I thought that um, seven at 18 a year, so like seven for 126, would have been fair. And I would have been like, okay, we got a good deal. Seven for 100 is just crazy home hometown discount. And I'm really excited about it. So ha- glad to have Buxton back. Um, and the Twins did something that they rarely do. <laughs> like long-term contract. Long-term deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So in, I think the th- in the three figures. I think it's all, all good news. Um, I think we should be excited about this. And uh, hopefully he's here for some winning because it doesn't feel like we're very close to that right now. No. I mean, they're like, well, we can't go out and sign any pitchers. Well, you're going to have to. <laughs> so we'll see. All Let's right. just say my hopes are not very high. Yeah. No. That's going to happen. All right, guys, that is all the time that we have for you guys on the Nordies podcast this week. Go back, check out our screencast. It was lots of fun. We had a little interview, ate some tater tot hot dish, talked home alone too, like we said earlier. Go back, check that out if you haven't. Otherwise, thank you guys for hanging out with your friends here at the Nordies podcast.